now it's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, May the 13th, 2018. Happy Mother's Day to all of you who are moms, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, godmothers, filling in in the place of mothers out there. It seems like a weird subject for a day like Mother's Day, but the discussion, uh, the topic I want to cover here today is death. And no, I'm not talking about end-of-life care. I'm not talking about assisted suicide. I'm not talking about health care. I'm talking about how we, people who are involved in politics, talk about death. Far too often in recent months, weeks, years, we hear people who say absolutely asinine things when it comes to people who die in the political arena. We've seen several of these things happen here in the course of the last couple of weeks. You may remember that one of the President Trump's special assistants uh, dismissed John McCain's opinion during a closed-door meeting And that Kelly Sadler, the aide in question, who, by the way, still remains employed by this White House, and she probably should have been thrown out on a rail. But when dismissing Senator McCain's opinion, said, quote, he's dying anyway. There have been many a person, alleged conservatives, mind you, who were saying these things about Senator John McCain. Now, look. I don't think anybody needs to have explained to them that Senator McCain, for uh, insofar as political purposes, insofar as things that he has done, um, you know, as a Republican, as a member of the United States Senate, um, I don't think anybody needs to explain to people that John McCain as a senator, John McCain as a politician, has has let us down from time to time. Okay. He has done things, many of which um, are not conservative, many of which uh, we would probably rather uh, rather not have happened. But the fact is, is that they did. But you have to remember, too, this other context as well. John McCain is a certified war hero. He spent years as a prisoner of war in Vietnam. He spent years in active service to the country. And the fact that anybody, particularly somebody who didn't wear the uniform, but particularly somebody who is denigrating his life, somebody who is denigrating him as a human being, saying something like, well, he's dying anyway, clearly doesn't know the first thing about being a conservative. The same thing happened this week. The untimely passing uh, of Kevin Kamenetz. And look, we wrote things at Red Maryland which were very critical of Kevin Kamenetz when he was running for governor during his time as Baltimore County Executive. But certainly, the time for having these conversations, the time for making personal insults, is not in the hours after somebody like Kevin Kamenetz suddenly passed. A tragic loss for his family and his friends. And yes, even Baltimore County, who now has to go through the turmoil of having an interim county executive and and picking somebody to replace him. 
Yet even we had to delete comments from our Red Maryland Facebook page, which were personal attacks at Kevin Kamenetz. The same thing happened the other way, too, though. The same thing happened when Barbara Bush passed away. There were left-wing people on Facebook, on Twitter, who absolutely trashed Barbara Bush's life because of things that were either um, issues that she believed in or the fact that she was married to a Republican president or the fact that she was the mother of another Republican president. I mean, you have to wonder where we went wrong as a society when these kind of reactions, these type of reactions, not just became socially acceptable, but became things that real people writing under their real name felt comfortable saying on the internet. I mean, you you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder why this became a socially acceptable thing. You have to wonder why anybody that their first reaction is you know, that their that their first reaction is going to be to just denigrate somebody's memory, to talk about how horrible of a person they were, to do could engage in whataboutism with a death. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's really even hard for me to put it into words. I mean, as somebody who has experienced death in his family, you know, what makes a person act that way? What makes a person behave in that manner? What makes people treat somebody in that way? Now, look, I get it. We all have people who we are, we dislike politically. We have people who we, we dislike their policies, people who act like absolute jerks when it comes to politics. And some of those people, yes, people who have disrespected me, disrespected my family, disrespected the work we do at Red Maryland, have passed away in a surprising manner. But you don't hear me going out and trashing their memory. You don't hear me saying all the bad things that they did in their life and why they're rotting in hell somewhere. I silently prayed for their families and prayed for the repose of their soul. That's how we all should react to these sort of things. We sure as hell shouldn't be taking to the internet and trashing the memories of the dead. I mean, imagine, just put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in the shoes of somebody who just lost a loved one. Now imagine that somebody was trashing their memory on Facebook, trashing their memory on Twitter. Trashing their memory in a meeting at the White House. How would that make you feel? How would you feel? How would you react to that? 
And if you're anybody of any moral integrity, if you're anybody who loves their family, you would be pretty angry about that, wouldn't you? Maybe, just maybe, you should think about that. That you should think about that before you react a certain way. My favorite example of of death in politics, and I, I don't want, that probably doesn't sound really all that great, but of somebody who knew that they were dying and how they reacted, was the late Daniel Vovac. Um, now, my Daniel Vovac had... Um, had run-ins with many people when he was kind of a gadfly who was running for uh, running for various offices. He was running for Maryland Republican Party chairman at one point, and he and I had a, had a very big, very big spat. But Daniel got cancer, very serious cancer. He got very sick and eventually succumbed to his cancer. The last time I saw him, Daniel Vovac went around, made talk to everybody who was there, who he had gotten to a spat with, who he had gotten, had an argument with, and talked. And everybody made amends. And I remember talking to him and, and, you know, and, and, you know, said, you know, you know, we, we chatted, we had some laughs, we, you know, we had some serious moments too. But I, you know, the last thing that I did was said I would pray for him and, and, and would pray for his, his soul. And I, and I did. And, I know that brought him peace. I know that he he was able to um, face you know what was coming to him, which he knew was coming. I mean, there was no there was no cure to it. He knew what what the end game was. Um, I know that gave him a sense of peace, and it showed that not everything you don't have to take vendettas to the grave. You don't have to when somebody dies metaphorically piss on their grave like many people are doing about John McCain and the guy's not even dead yet or that many people were doing about Barbara Bush or that some people were doing about Kevin Kamenetz. You know, the fact that people are saying bad things about John McCain because he doesn't want certain people at his funeral, when it's his own funeral, by the way, it says more about where we are as a society politically. It says more about how we have become a cult of personality, a cult of two parties, and how we've become tribal and not ideological. There's never a t- good time to hate somebody because of their ideas. There's never a good time to hate somebody because they, they suit up for the blue team and you're suiting up for the red team. There is never an appropriate time to trash the memory of somebody to their family. There is never an appropriate time to play whataboutism with somebody's death. There is never an appropriate time to do a lot of the things that we have seen in, quote, civil, unquote, society when it relates to death in politics over the course of, not just recently, but over the course of many years. Certainly, after a grieving period, it's acceptable to reflect upon the record of somebody. But when a family is grieving a surprise death, or a death due to something like cancer, I say again, imagine if it were you. Imagine if it were your family. And imagine somebody was doing it to you. And the next time that you have that sort of reaction, 
think about how you'd feel before you run your mouth. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of the Air Raid. Be sure to check out everything that we've going on, got going on at Red Merrill, including our Red Merrill and programming. Tuesdays is a conservative refuge with Greg Klein. This Thursday, Greg and I are back for a flagship, our flagship show, Red Maryland Radio, here on the Red Maryland Network. This week, we have special special guest John Frenet and Tim Hamilton from the Maryland Crabs, as well as the Eye on Annapolis Morning Brief podcast. And we will also have results of this week's, uh, this month's rather, Red Maryland May poll. You can still go to redmaryland.com, just search out poll, and still make sure that your vote is cast in this month's Red Maryland poll. This weekend will be another brand new episode of Red Maryland Election Focus, and I'll be back next Sunday with a brand new episode of The Air right here on the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to go to the home base for all things Red Maryland, redmaryland.com. We are continuing to publish Red Maryland surveys, and we will continue to publish them as we receive them throughout the month of May and into the month of June until the primary election. Your home for all the information that you need about candidates is redmaryland.com. While you are there, click on the Support Us banner, and you can find out ways to support us, including subscribing to Red Maryland Network Programming on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and Google Play to make sure that Red Maryland Network Programming is automatically downloaded to the device of your choosing. You can also support us by clicking on the Amazon link and make your purchases for Am- on Amazon.com through that link. A portion of that purchase comes back to Red Maryland to help us grow and enhance the network, and that is at no cost to you. You can also click on the Zazzle link or go to Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland and buy your Red Maryland Network gear. You can also like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Red Maryland. We are on Twitter at Red Maryland. We are on Instagram at Red Maryland. Make sure that you are inviting your friends, your family, your neighbors, your coworkers, your colleagues to like Red Maryland on Facebook, to like us, to follow us um, to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, and make sure that you are sharing Red Maryland content on your Facebook wall, in your Facebook groups, in your community association. Hell, copy and paste the links and post them in the next door because you are the force multiplier that shares the good news of conservatism in the state of Maryland, and you are how we can make sure that people are educated going in, not just to the primary election, but also to the general election, the most important election of our lives coming this November. Be sure to go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com, Maryland Podcast Month. We're about halfway through Maryland Podcast Month, and we have many a great show participating in Maryland Podcast Month, and you can find out how to Listen to those shows, subscribe to those shows, visit their websites by going to MarylandPodcastMonth.com. Also, don't forget, this week we announced the Red Maryland Leadership Conference. That will be Saturday, January the 26th, 2019, and that will be at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. You can go to RedMarylandConference.com, and you can learn everything you need to know about the Red Maryland Leadership Conference, as well as how to purchase super early bird tickets, $25 plus shipping and handling. Uh, and those tickets, those super early bird tickets, are available between now and the end of June. And again, that's redmarylandconference.com to learn more about that. You can call us at any, uh, contact us at any time, redmaryland at gmail.com is how you can email us. And you can call us on the Red Maryland Talkback line, 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We will feature your comments on a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of the Air Raid. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all of those who are celebrating. And again, stay tuned to redmaryland.com, the home base for all things Red Maryland, as we head down the road towards the most important election of our lives this November. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. You have been listening to The Air Raid. I am Brian Griffiths. Good night.
and God bless.